This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. little audio from The Wire, correct there, Dave Harrigan? To kick it off, yes, that is from The Wire. Fifteen years ago today, The Wire finished. Fifteen years ago today. As I said in a tweet, by the way, we're on the Twitter machine. My name's Chad Hartman. This is Dave Harrigan, at Dave underscore Harrigan, at Chad Hartman Show. When I saw that uh, tweet from somebody and I retweeted, I said something along the lines of, I'm jealous if you even watched it, because I'd love to start it. Uh, One of the greatest shows in television history. So that is a part of the start of our show. The mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, is 20 Five minutes away. Jacob Fry, mayor of Minneapolis. If you could ask him one question. And let's try this novel concept. Let's try respect. (laughs) Just like another tweet. Obviously, there are many people who love Mitch McConnell. There are plenty of people who detest or don't like Mitch McConnell. But I saw it all over Twitter once the news broke that he had fallen at a hotel involving a private meeting. People taking glee, empathy, decency, respect. I got it. For many of you, for some of you, I don't know what the percentage is. You'll never forgive him for where he stands politically or the, the Supreme Court stunt that denied Merrick Garland a position that he deserved. And I don't care what other people have done on the other side with Paul Pelosi because that was also pathetic. Taking glee in someone falling and going to the hospital, whether they're 11, 21, 81, 181, is despicable. And again, you don't have to change your political view and say, oh, no, I have to agree with Mitch McConnell. Just don't revel in someone falling down. That's where we're at here. And that, that is one of the differences. Now, maybe it's just social media. Where it's that I don't believe 30 years ago that if a politician who's on the opposite side from you fell down, was injured, where the default would quickly be for too many. Oh, that's funny. Good justice karma or like the Paul Pelosi attack with a hammer could have killed him. That didn't happen. That's his gay lover. Do you think it's we've notably changed or we just have 
the platforms to expose the sinister views too many people have? I think the platforms inspire change. Yeah. I think the platforms are there. People spout that kind of nonsense, that cruelty, and then others latch on to it that probably wouldn't normally do that. I think you win. I think that's the best. You're 100% right. That's where it's at. So I don't want to hear joy about Mitch McConnell. I want to start with tipping because I've received this look now a couple times in the last month. And we've talked about this before and so have others. Where we now, since we're a credit card world, cash becoming more obsolete. I'm against any business where they say, we're not taking cash. Shouldn't be allowed. Yes or no? Should it be allowed? When I walk in, I I don't know. What do you walk around with? How much money? 100 bucks, maybe. Yeah, you're, whoa. Big roller. Well, if, big knocker. If you're not a Benjamin, you don't go in. I'm like 20 to 40 bucks. Um, I'm not in favor of any business being allowed in 2023 to say, we're not taking your cash. Shouldn't be allowed. I'm with you. Arenas included. Cash. I think it still matters, right? Mm-hmm. The American dollar still matters. Still spends. <clears throat> at least it should. Should. So you go in, and for most, it's some credit card. It's some check card. It's got the machine, and guess what comes up? Tip. Mm-hmm. The tip. It's... Uh, become very, very commonplace. The difference seems to be the last year or so. I'm starting like at 18%. 18%, 20%, I'm not talking about dinner. That's a separate category. I'm talking your, where we are today, downtown Minneapolis. My guy, Walking Dog, Dave, I just saw him. I love Walking Dog, but I'm blaming you. I've been eating a little bit healthier the last four or five days, and I just had a magnificent chocolate peanut butter malt. It was so thick I needed the spoon Mm -hmm. and a Chicago Polish. Oh, how about you? You feel good now, don't you? I feel bloated. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm satisfied. Can you be bloated and satisfied? I think so. I think that's where I'm at right now. Dave doesn't have that. Dave's not browbeating you with the quick turnaround. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of these places down here for the lunch are absurd. And, like, I park with the terrorists again today because I, no. I, I thought of an idea that I want. And, and we have him, Kevin Burke, uh, retired judge Kevin Burke in Hammond County. This much-discussed um, juvenile plea, which was happening as our show was kind of developing, so we didn't get to it in time. And I thought of that, so I park with terrorists. I'm, we have, I don't know, 50% as many people down here. We're still charging $5,000 for a three-hour parking spot in some of these places. <laughs> they can't accommodate a little bit that not as many people are down here? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're still terrorists. They're still, they're still gouging you. It's ridiculous. But this has happened to me twice recently where it's 18%, 20%, 25% of your own number. Once was in uh, Maui. Did I mention I went to Hawaii? Really? Yeah. How long were you there? Not long enough. Mm. <laughs> Not long enough. And then also a place here in town 
<clears throat> where both meals, <clears throat> and it's a pickup situation, are expensive. And so I went, no tip. I tip most of the time. I don't think I should. I went no tip, and not once, but twice. I got this, Dave. That's a shocked face. Shocked face. Yeah. Like, looked down, was waiting, and then was shocked, and then kind of a little disappointed. So the person at the counter was watching your move on the tip. Waiting for my tip move. It seems like most places have at least the etiquette to, they, they turn their head. You know, they flip the screen over to you or, you know, whatever, however that you got the option, they, they turn away. I got the look. Wow. I got the, the, the person in Hawaii gave me a shock look, gave me a little bit of pause and said, okay, your food will be up soon. Kind of stared at me a little bit longer. That's why nobody calls you cousin in Hawaii anymore. Maybe that's why I'm, that's it. <laughs> You're no longer in the family. You're that's, out. That's it. Now, do they always have access to see your tip? I don't. I don't know how that works. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think. Mo- I mean, if they stand right there, they can certainly see what your what buttons you're pushing or whatnot. Well, but sometimes there's that bigger screen, so they can't they can't see it. But I assume it just registers on the other side, yeah. right? So are most of us now just doing this because we don't want to get the look? We're yes. we're browbeat. We just we just see the option of 15, 18, 20, or 95%. We're just fine. I'll push a button. It's tip shaming, and it's disgraceful. You're starting to sound like me. I really like this side of Chad Hartman. Cheapskate Chad. I like I'm this. saying I tip, I tip, I think, 75% of the time. But sometimes I'm crabby, or sometimes it's... Let me just say this place in Hawaii was great, but it wasn't cheap. <laughs> it was not cheap, and it was just a walk-up place. We weren't sitting there, had nobody coming over. Uh, ono, by the way, what a great whitefish that is. Let's mm. get some of that and some of the lakes up here in Minnesota. Walleye, let's just be clear. Walleye, it's fine. It's not fantastic. It's okay. It's, it's o- good. It's okay. It's better than a tilapia. It is Ono. Can we do Ono fish fry style? Fish fry Friday? Yes. Maybe we should go to a fish fry. I'm in. We've been talking about the Comrex tomorrow. We've been, we've been, oh, should we just do the show from a fish fry? Well, Vanita and Jason and perhaps some others are heading down uh, to one of the spots downtown tomorrow. Well, we don't want to go with them, do we? Wouldn't it be fun if you showed up with the Comrex just to bug them for a half an hour? (laughs) Hey, close circuit. Third floor, tomorrow, fish fry. We go there. <laughs> I mean, can we just go do the first hour there? Do we have to stay for the whole time? I think an hour's good. Hour's good? Yeah. Do we have a downtown? Good. We got anchor fish and chips right across that little body of water. What's that body of water called? It's again? Uh, Superior, I think. Superior. Anchor fish and chips is amazing. Very solid. Oh, very, very one good. One of the five best fish places. In town. But get get some Ono up here. Let's get some Ono in the lakes. Get Ron Share on that. <laughs> I don't know how if we do. That, that Ono is phenomenal. Where are you at with the tip shaming? And are you just are you just afraid? Is that it? You don't want to get the look that I got twice. 
the shock look, and then the second part of it was not a shock, but then in Hawaii it was disappointment. Disappointment. And I got to be honest, I'm not sure if food came out on time. <laughs> Might have been just a little bit late because now you know me. Now, now I'm paying attention. Yep. Now I'm looking around. I'm judging. Okay, who's got their number? What's going on? Are you falling for this societal pressure? Or you know what you say? I don't care if I get the look. I'm not tipping you whatsoever, or my tip is going to be more reasonable. On tip mania, where do you stand? 651-461-9226. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, what do we got going on here? Prince. A little deeper cut. I didn't reckon. I I don't know if I've heard this Prince I've song. I've never heard it before either. Yeah. Is this tied to the Prince Highway? No. Okay. They're going to debate that. Actually, I think today they're debating whether it's part of Channel, uh, not Channel, Highway 5. Mm-hmm. It's going to be named after Prince. Okay. Um, he's back. We're reporting that this is all fake? No. No. It has nothing to do with Prince. Oh. The uh, theme today. It's the okay. title of his song uh, there. That was We March. 
Frankly, I'm sick and tired of you besmirching the month we're currently in all week long, <laughs> saying this is the worst month. Here it is. Yeah. You know what I see? <laughs> Snowing. I see snow falling and absolutely nothing sticking to the ground so far. That is why this month is so far superior to January. So while it's not the best month of the year, obviously, uh, I'm sick and tired of the hatred you've been putting forth towards March, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stand for it anymore. We're showing March some love today. Every song has March in the title. Deal with it. March in Minnesota, bottom feeder month. Okay. Might be the worst month in the entire year, March, because we should be done. If there was justice, well, if there's justice, it'd be 77 every day in sunny winter. Unnecessary. Change of seasons, unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But let's let's uh, account for our climate. You know what it should be today? 45 to 50. Snow should be gone. Winter, November, December, January, February. March. Is a punch, as Kevin Harlan would say, a punch below the Mason-Dixon line. That's what it is. <laughs> Keep winter out of November. I'll take a little bit in March. That's fine. Really? Yes. I I want it done in March. Although I might I might have to backtrack because I think I think our springs, but the last ten year Minnesota, horrible trash. We've lost trash. Spring. We've mostly lost spring, and our falls have been great. So I'm trying to bring back spring. Let's go. Bring back spring. And that's how you bring it back is it doesn't snow on March 9th. That's what you do. Falls have not been great. I disagree with you completely there. Huh. You're wrong. Guthrie 3 Theater, by the way. Credit cards only for drinks, snacks, and dinner. But we'll take cash for a tip. I think we had a texture on this. <laughs> that's where it's so fraudulent. Yes. If a place says, no, no cash. No, no cash. But cash for your tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll take that. Chad, I agree. My wife does not go into pick up food for takeout anymore because she feels bad not tipping. So I pick it up and click no tip. I am on a on a takeout. I'm a tipper. Always? Well, certainly not always, as we discussed in the first segment. Does, well, it, does it depend on the restaurant? See, to me, I'm... Uh, most of the time, again, I'm I'm more inclined on the takeout because I still think work is being done. I don't think it has to be 18, 20, and 25%, though. Heavens, no. Does it matter on who you're getting the food from? If it's somebody young versus older? If it's a chain versus a neighborhood spot? I don't think so. I think it can matter the quality of the service. If the food's there on time, if they're giving you the runaround, if they're dismissive. I know when you're seated, we have these debates about, okay, should you just blame the waiter when maybe they're short-staffed or maybe the chef's having a bad day, other people? So I've been trying to move away from that. But will I sometimes punish if I think it's clownish? Yeah, but I don't go that low. I'm not like you. I mean, you're. I'm guessing you on a good day, somebody gets five percent, and on a bad day, you just walk out. No, if it's a bad day, I actually shake down the waiter, make him give me a little, little taste of what he's getting. Shake him down. 
I just like when fast food places ask for a tip on the credit card reader. I know that's not a huge deal when I get good service. I sit to a restaurant and I tip well. Yeah, I mean, you're going to uh, Culver's. Culver's properly rated, by the way. Maybe underrated. Really? It's really good. It's really good. I don't it, think it gets enough love. It is. By the way, it's so much better than McDonald's. Oh. Yeah, I mean. Better get, brand of beef makes a butter burger better. Get out of here. Cold. Get out of here, Ronald. You're, you're, you're resting on your laurels. Okay. I'll have to calm down. Calm down. McDonald's overrated. Let's just take that in. McDonald's. I've never been much of a fast food guy. But fast casual, which isn't exactly like Murray's, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I'm all in for those places. But, yeah, I mean, so let's say you get uh, the butter burger. You get some onion rings. By the way, onion rings is always better than fries. Not sometimes. Always better than fries. And you get the official drink of America, a Pepsi. Nah, Golfers has gone to Coke. They did? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was big news about a month ago. What? What happened? Why didn't I? Why didn't they talk to me? Coke. Coke. There's no comparison between Coke and Pepsi. Unless you call Chow. Um, how much more of a tip do you have to leave them? At Culver's. You don't. No. <laughs> you don't. I think I told you this last fall. Uh, went to watch uh, my niece play in a softball tournament. They were asking for tips with the credit card at the concession stand. I assume volunteers working the concession stand. Tip on your $3 hot dog. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I tip 20 to 25% of the VFW because prices are reasonable. Restaurants that have raised their prices, I tip 10 to 15%. Someone says about the shamrock shake. Yeah, I might make an exception for the oh, shamrock okay. shake. All right, there we go. I just realized yesterday, by the way, that uh, St. Patrick's Day next week on a Friday. That's right. Buckle up, baby. <laughs> Buckle up. We'll have to get Dermot in studio for that one. The mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, is three, four minutes away. If you could ask him one question, just one, what is it? Text me right now, 651-461-9226. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's been a while, and it's always a pleasure to have the mayor of Minneapolis on the show with a little van in the background. Always great to hear Van Morrison. Jacob Fry with us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker. Hello, sir. Thanks for your time. Let's. Uh, why don't we talk uh, snow here since it's uh, such a pain in the butt? And obviously you have this debate all the time. Melvin Carter has this debate. 
And one of the issues which has come up this year, and there are a lot of costs associated with it, is should the city of Minneapolis step in uh, and be more involved in some of the sidewalk areas and other areas instead of relying on home homeowners and neighborhoods to get that done? Where, where do you stand on that one? So I think conceptually, you're not going to find a single mayor in the entire country that, that wouldn't support the government uh, able to plow the sidewalks if they were able to do it in full and do it well, and if, they, if it wasn't some sort of extraordinary cost. Uh, here's the issue. I'm open to exploring it. Uh, I'm open to doing the necessary research so that we know the facts associated with how we would do this in reality. Uh, but here's the thing. One, it is extraordinarily expensive. Two, even if we could afford to pay the you know, 20 plus million dollars on an annual basis, could we actually get the personnel to be able to carry it out in full? In other words, can we hire enough people just for a few days that would be able to come out and plow the thing? And third, would we do a good job at it? Uh, and it's not like they're you know, taking an ice pick and a shovel to every single little sidewalk slab of the whole city. They're going to just they're going to crush down the sidewalk with a bobcat. And it sounds like you're I, skeptical. I'm skeptical is yeah. the best way to put it. Yes, I'm very skeptical that we could do a good job. I mean, the worst thing that you can do here is overpromise and underdeliver. Say that you're going to do something as government and then do an utterly crappy job at it. I'm concerned that we would do a crappy job, and that's not due to the extraordinary employees that we would hire on. Uh, that that that's, that's due to the fact that this is pretty extensive. It's very hard, and the proposal, at least, is for the entire city uh, to, to, to plow every single sidewalk in the entire city. And there's a number of other logistical considerations as well, but I think the main one is can we actually hire up the right number of people just to do this for a few days? Let's uh, let's talk police here in, in multiple areas. I want to read a part of a story I saw in the last few days. Officials with the city of Minneapolis say they're making progress in negotiations with the state that could lead to a consent degree, decree governing the Minneapolis Department's poli- policies and practices. How close are you? So first, it's not a consent decree. It's a settlement agreement. The consent decree would potentially come with the Department of Justice. And and there are some differentiating factors in terms of how it's enforced and what judge would ultimately hold uh, the the department responsible for making the changes. Um, You know, I can't give you an exact timeline, uh, but certainly we are moving in that direction. Um, we've had extensive uh, discussions with the state. Uh, there's the ongoing investigation with the feds as well. And here's the thing. We're committed to change. I mean, we're committed to the truth and we're committed to doing this right. Uh, this is an opportunity to get things right in our city, to see a true culture shift in this, in this department, not just a policy change, not just changing a few things on paper, which we've done countless times, uh, but having that deep seated reform and change that I think we all want. When and if this happens, if you're somebody like myself who works down here or you're somebody, more importantly, who lives in Minneapolis, what will they see differently? Well, initially, not a whole lot. Uh, it, what this does is it, is it sets the stage 
for change to happen. It creates the boilerplate and the framework for change and transformation to take place. You're not going to see transformation or change on day one. I mean, if, if we're talking about the feds, you know, there are many federal consent decrees around the country. You know, Chicago, Seattle, uh, Newark, I believe Baltimore, there's a ton of them. Uh, and it's not like those departments got this consent decree with the feds and then the next day everything was transformed. It mm-hmm. takes a lot of work. Yep. It takes a ton of work. Uh, and look, we're up for the challenge and we're going to get the job done. Uh, but it's not going to happen on day one. It, it provides a framework for change. Let's talk about um, the police chief, Brian O'Hara. And you touted him extensively when you hired him. He was on here. He's been on uh, other places. He's impressive during interviews. But do you have any metrics to show this is what is different since police chief O'Hara came on board and should be should we be waiting for significant changes announced by police chief O'Hara or is that tied to our our previous conversation previous part of our conversation I support the chief wholeheartedly uh, I think he's doing an excellent job uh, the work that both he and our commissioner have done around safety in terms of the numbers crime is dropping uh, and around having a comprehensive and integrated approach to community safety. In other words, combining police with violence interrupters, with mental health responders and fire and everything else. We're on the right trajectory. Uh, I don't think that it would be fair to attribute uh, either an increase in crime, which we are not seeing, or a full decrease in crime to any one individual. Uh, but the numbers are going in the right direction. Uh, things are trending positively right now, or I guess negatively in terms of the amount of crime that's out there. And uh, we need to keep moving in that direction, you know. Uh, and so, again, it's not any one thing. Or is there, you know, can you, you know, point to one specific metric that any policy or proposal has, has moved in the last few months since he's been here? No, of course you can't. That would be unrealistic. Uh, but he's doing a great job. I, I support him. Uh, I support Brian O'Hara. I support uh, Cedric Alexander. And I feel like we're moving in the right direction. But can you tell me, and more importantly, the listeners, one or two policy changes that O'Hara has implemented, which is different than Madaria Arredondo? Well, the main thing that we've been working on in terms of policy changes is the uh, settlement agreement with MDHR itself which, again, this is no small task. This is no small document. Uh, Chief O'Hara has been involved. Former interim Chief Huffman has been involved. We've got our attorneys involved. Uh, so, I mean, we're not talking about one policy change here. We're talking about, like, dozens of them um, that are, are being changed in terms of the policy but are also in how we're implementing it. How involved are you, if in any way, about this data breach with the Minneapolis public schools, which sounds very, very concerning. And as a reminder, what has happened to cities and hospitals and counties across the country, sadly. Uh, I'm not involved, but it's super concerning. Uh, That is something that we constantly discuss at the city. How do we make sure that we are safe and secure in terms of potential data breach and hackers? And obviously the stuff that hackers are doing now uh, is more extensive uh, than it was three, four, ten years ago. Uh, So we've got all sorts of safeguards in place. 
we are making sure that we've got policies and procedures as well as emergency planning so that we're ready to go in case somebody does try uh, to hack in. Uh, but no, with regard to the schools, it's it's a separate jurisdiction. And look, I feel for them. This is a tough scenario. We had on Council Member Latricia Vitaw yesterday, and she talked about um, another awful incident at a council meeting where confronting her physically, screaming at her, yelling at her, profanities, disparaging her family, and security. And I know that was debated today in the city council. What role can your office play? And what have you seen when you're out in public yourself in this area, the loss of vehement disagreement, passionate disagreement, but decency and respect for so many people eroding? So I haven't just seen these problematic behaviors in public. I've seen them in private. Uh, There are more mornings than I care to count uh, where I or my wife will walk down the stairs from our apartment or just look out our kitchen window and it says, kill the mayor in spray paint written up on our home. Uh, I mean, literally kill the mayor. That's unacceptable. Um, people should be able to govern and council members should be able to vote without the fear that their family and or they will be targeted with threats and violence. Uh, And sadly, uh, yeah, it's getting out of hand and it's ridiculous. And every single person, regardless of ideology or perspective, should be speaking up on this. Good people are not going to want to do these jobs if they're going to put themselves or their family at risk. Uh, In terms of these council meetings, council members need to be able to vote. Sometimes I like the votes that they take. Sometimes I don't like the votes that they take, but I respect the process and I respect the sacred nature of democracy. You know, you can't have a bunch of people bombard a council meeting and prevent them physically or audibly from voting. Again, it doesn't matter what side of the spectrum. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. We should all be standing up for this because when that breaks down, the fabric of our society does as well. Have you upped your security right now compared to what, where it was when you first started because of threats like you said, like you just offered up, which is chilling, frightening, criminal, and unacceptable? I don't security hasn't been upped, but it certainly has been changed. Uh, I mean, there are instances when I've had to wear a vest uh, to because there were uh, very active threats. Um, And again, it's not unique to one side. You know, back when Donald Trump came to town, if you remember back in what was that, 2019, I think. um, Yeah, we were getting active threats and I had to wear a bulletproof vest around. there have been other days where we have needed to add additional security because there are threats to either me or my family. Um, and definitely the number of threats and the frequency of them has increased dramatically over this past, I would say, year and a half or a couple of years. Uh, and so, you know, it's something sadly but truly that has become a part of this job where it shouldn't. It, this should not. We shouldn't get comfortable with this because it's not OK. Um, and ballpark how often have you had to wear a vest 
that doesn't happen very often. Uh, I mean, I, I can probably you know count that on both of my hands the number of times that I've actually worn one. Um, uh, I mean, mainly it's it's the threat uh, of the violence and not necessarily the violence itself uh, that we experience. Last topic here. You were a part of a press conference with Attorney General Ellison and Melvin Carter on car thefts and directing some of this at the car companies themselves. Where are we at now with car thefts in Minneapolis itself? Uh, Is it getting worse, getting better, and how essential is this pursuit by the Attorney General? The car jackings, uh, to differentiate from car theft, are dramatically down. Um, I haven't seen the numbers from this last month, um, but... They decreased in the range of about 60% for, from the same month the previous year in the latter half of 2022. And some of those trends have also continued into 2023. Yes, why is that happening? I think there's a number of reasons. A big part of it is some great work by our police officers, a great partnership with uh, prosecutors, U.S. attorneys, office, et cetera, uh, that have made sure that the perpetrators of these violent crimes are held accountable. Uh, and it's good investigative work. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're starting to get ahead of the trend. And, um, and then there are also other factors that are, that are beyond our control that have had a factor in the, the downward trend as well. So we're moving in the right direction there. But interestingly, even when we've seen the things moving in the right direction with respect to carjackings or car theft generally, they aren't uh, moving in that same direction so much with those particular models and makes with Kia and Hyundai. Uh, and that was part of the concern. I mean, for Kia and Hyundai, the uh, the rate of theft increased by 836 percent in 2022. And I, I would be concerned if it was a 50 or 100 percent increase. Mm-hmm. But 836 percent increase, that's, that's ridiculous. Um, it, it accounts for almost 40 percent, I think 37 percent to be exact, of the total number of thefts in our city. And I was just kind of counting cars anecdotally on 94 the other day. And needless to say, it, it, the Kias and Hyundais together do not account for anything close to 40 no. percent no. of the total vehicular traffic on the road. Uh, so, you know, I've heard some say, because I know this is your next question. Uh, you know, let me just I'll, I'll be Chad for a minute. You're going to say, but isn't it true that we really need to be arresting the people and holding the people yes. accountable that are doing the car theft? Correct. To, right. Yes. Yeah. Be stronger about it. Yes. That. Yes, it, it, you, to your point that I just made for you. Thank you. Yes, you are right. Yes, we do. This is not to say that we don't need to be holding these perpetrators accountable. We do. We are. The they're they're getting put behind bars. And as you know, if you you jack a car, you should be. It's dangerous. It's violent. People have died because of it, of course. And I also feel like it's on us uh, to try to prevent the car theft from happening to begin with. And when it's so damn easy to jack or to, excuse me, steal a car um, for Kia and Hyundais, it makes sense. We got to step up a little more. And it's got to be more than a a club because, you know, I think one of the things that the uh, Kia and Hyundai offered was to put a club Mm -hmm. on the steering wheel. I mean, my grandfather lived in Queens, New York. Back in the 80s, he would put it. I remember I was like, what is that thing? He's oh, it's a club. He had a club back then. We've made some pretty significant technology advances since that point in time and we don't need to rely on a weird piece of metal no always appreciate it candor thank you so much for coming on 
Yeah, thank you, Chad. Appreciate it. The mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, you can react anytime you want on the city's one talk and text line, 651-461-9226. Among the uh, texts coming in, many people won't go to Minneapolis anymore because of the car thefts. There are many reasons why a certain element, too high of a portion of the state will not come to Minneapolis. That is a part of it. I've said this so many times, I'll say it again. If you're afraid of downtown Minneapolis in the day, I think you're making a big mistake. I really do. Um, I, we certainly would be aided immensely by more police. Never once did, did I even hint at defund the police. I thought it was absurd. We need hundreds and hundreds and hundreds more police officers. We need thousands of more people working down here. And clearly, there are parts of downtown Minneapolis in the evening which weren't a consideration of concern before, and now they are, and I don't fault people. But in the day, we've always had the outlying issues in the day. You're down here five days a week. Mm-hmm. Does it seem any different to you? No. 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 The numbers are different. Yes, aside from the, the level of people on the streets and the skyways, mm-hmm. that's certainly different. But. And then, and you talk about it at night. You brought Q to a Wolves game. Yep. It's certainly not like every part of downtown is crawling with bad elements. No. Down you know, at night. Absolutely. Far from that. And a lot of the people who text and say, I'm not coming down, be honest, you never came down. That doesn't mean it shouldn't be a lot better in certain parts of downtown. It's not the problem the auto manufacturers stop blaming them. It's the thugs or the thieves. Well, he answered that question. He, and that, the text is right. Lock up the criminals. The more criminals, the higher percentage acts of these threats. Society is already breaking down. Jacob, look at the town. Yeah, that's an issue for sure. Linda's construction time check. It's time for us to stop talking. Time to get an estimate on maintenance-free, a maintenance-free deck. Do that during this pause. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 